This podcast is brought to you by GoMoto, the service lane kiosk that grows your business. Want to increase revenue, improve the customer experience, and maximize service efficiency? Visit GoMoto.com to learn more. G-O-M-O-T-O.com. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Monday, February 22nd. There's a spotlight on technology that transcends every aspect of the automotive sphere these days, from digital retailing to automotive powertrains to the tires that those vehicles ride on. And let's focus on tires. Airless tires, greener tires, and the path to make those surfaces and compounds more complex and advanced than ever before. There is an unmistakable renaissance underway, most of it generated out of a global leader with a tire history that dates back 132 years. Michelin's focus is clear, a safer, more eco-conscious, and innovation-driven product that is changing by the moment. There's a lot of fascinating work, airless tires, tires that are focused on electric vehicle adoption, and tires that will help save the planet. It's all about high-tech materials, connected solutions, and a pathway forward that is very different than the vision first articulated by Edouard Michelin and André Michelin. To talk about the company's transformation, we've reached North American President and Chairman Alexi Gossin in Greenville, South Carolina. Alexi, it is a pleasure to talk to you. How are you today, or should I say bonjour? <laughs> bonjour, Jason. It's a great pleasure, and thank you for, for having me today with you. Wonderful. Uh, let's get right into the topics. And, and of course, we can't start any conversation without asking how much disruption the pandemic has caused your North American operations over the last 12 months. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's disruption, it's education, but I want to know uh, your, your own personal view on what you've had to endure and have you fully recovered? Yeah, definitely the last, uh, now the last 12 months have been um, really, um, for us, I used to call now a transformation because uh, we have been transforming ourselves quite a lot in the way we work um, with uh, obviously much more work from home still today. Um, We have been changing the way we interact with our customers. We have been uh, also changing the way we do businesses, um, acknowledging the the boom of the e-commerce. So this is a a real transformation that is is, uh, happening right now, a a tremendous acceleration. And back to your question, whether we've uh, already recovered the level of 2019, no, because the market uh, did not neither. And honestly, I don't expect the, the, the passenger car market to recover uh, pre-COVID uh, crisis level before probably end of this year or 2022. Whereas we see and I see a much uh, um, stronger trend on the B2B part of, of our business as a transportation, uh, even though if it's going through also a kind of revolution, it's uh, very healthy given the, the demand uh, for transporting goods um, uh, across the nation. You told us recently that you were surprised and impressed by how much Michelin's employees stepped up to help steer the company through the crisis, coming up with new ideas and solutions to the challenges. What did that tell you about their potential? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Jason. I, I firmly believe that uh, we will only be able to achieve our ambitions through our employees and for the customers we serve. And I can tell you, we have learned so much, and I've learned so so much during the pandemic, 
Uh, again, we have been the team by themselves that they set up weekly meetings with our with our key customers. Uh, we have been um, developing uh, some innovation for our employees, for the communities. We have been uh, innovating in uh, launching within four weeks production of masks. All of that, I, I owe it to the, the tremendous engagement and creativity of our team. And I've learned personally two things. First is that we have to communicate much more than before, because when you don't know what you don't know and what you don't know what's ahead of you, uh, the best way is just first to share it and to share what you know and to share what you don't. And you will be, and I've been always positively surprised how the team were reacting, uh, engaging, um, finding new ways to uh, to find solutions, to find answers, cooperating even more within the company, but outside the company. So that's why I'm, I'm really very, very confident that we've learned a lot. And that's why I was mentioning at the beginning, I see it much more as a transformation uh, because that was a really uh, an incredible discovery for me to, to, to see how, how the, the team reacted and, and how the team resilient is resilient because we have, uh, obviously, we have done all of that while enforcing strict safety protocols that we are still, still uh, observing today in the company. So I think it was a great um, testament to the to the new leadership model that we've developed uh, in the last two years in the in the region here in the group, because I believe that we are all leaders. It's a question of breadth of the leadership, but we have all something that we uh, that we see that we own, and I really count and expect each and every one of our 22,000 employees to act, to move, and 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 to own what they see, so that we can gain agility and be more responsive to the market. That is getting volatile, uh, probably uh, more and more and, and more every day. So, so that's why I rely on people, and 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 that that was a great, again, a great move that uh, we did as a company in the last twelve months. So, let's talk about the market a little bit, and and I'm going to start off by saying, uh, or by asking the question, what can you tell us about the tires that we will all be driving? in five or six years, the tires we'll be driving on. What, what will some of the biggest differences be compared to the tires that we have today? That's part of the, that's part of the strategy that uh, we, uh, we, um, we unveil currently, and you will probably hear even more of that in, in the next two months. Well, I used to say that we believe that our mission is to uh, take care equally about our people, the profit, and the planet. And I'm starting with these uh, these statements uh, before answering your question because actually it's very related to your question. The the, the way uh, we envision the future is that we have to find a way to promote mobility and at the same time to have a, a control and to reduce the impact it might have on, on, on the environment. We have all learned, and, and in the hard way that um, during the pandemic, that we can stop mobility and then you see a positive, very positive impact on the environment. But think a minute about the impact it had on our people, on the economy. On, so we all understood that it's not sustainable. So that's why we believe at Mishnah we, we have to develop solutions so that we can promote mobility, but again, without impacting the environment. So the tires we'll, we'll be driving on in, in the next five or six years, uh, they will be for sure what we call green, meaning that they have to be... Um, uh, even more respectful than today of the environment. And we're on that journey since the early 1990s, because it is almost now 30 years ago that we have unveiled and launched the first what we call green tire. 
that was uh, already able to reduce the fuel consumption of the cars because the rolling resistance was uh, was minimized. So that's for sure one one first uh, difference, and that's gonna that's gonna improve and increase in the future. Even more that we will see the rise of uh, electrification, hybridization of the vehicle. You you know that. And what I can tell from my own experience all over the world is that as soon as you start to see the first regulation, the first statement coming from different stakeholders, you might think about OEMs, you might think about states. Once you're there, I can tell you this is this will be an extremely extraordinary accelerator of that trend. And I think that the hybridization of the car park and the electrification of the car park would happen would happen much faster than we think today. And when it comes to tires, again, back to your question, uh, it, 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 uh, it uh, raised an incredible opportunity because uh, those electrified or hybrid, hybrid vehicles, they require, uh, they, have, they have more weight to carry first because the batteries are weighing a lot. The torque is uh, drastically improved and all of that, without playing with words, is putting pressure on the tire. And that's our job to provide OEMs today, and that's why we—that's how we leverage the partnership with, we have with the, with all OEMs to provide them with the, the right answer to the car, so that we can manage the torque while ensuring the grip, and that we can also minimize the running resistance because every time you have more friction and adherence between the tire and the road, the more energy you need to move the car, and then the less range you have uh, when it comes to an electric car. And this is where, again, our, our innovation, our knowledge, our competencies around uh, high technological material will, uh, will be of a great help to our customers, car manufacturers, so that we can provide them with the best balanced tire between this uh, ability to pass the torque, to control the grip, and at the same time to maximize the, the wear of the tire and the range of the vehicle. We'll hear more from Alexis Gossin after this message. Your service check-in process sets the tone for your customer's entire visit. Do your customers wait longer than five minutes to check in for service? Are your advisors presenting upsells to every customer every time? How often is the opportunity for trade appraisals missed? When your service drive gets busy, these inefficiencies directly impact revenue. Give your customers the option to handle the entire check-in process themselves. From appointment scheduling through final confirmation, all in under two minutes. Customers have the experience they want while selling themselves, which means your advisors are freed up to focus on profit-producing activities. It's a win-win for both CSI and your revenue. Introducing a smarter service link. GoMoto is the self-service kiosk designed to grow your business. If you're ready to start increasing revenue, improving the customer experience, and maximizing service efficiency today, visit GoMoto.com. That's G-O-M-O-T-O.com. So let's talk about a couple of those technological advancements and, and one of the things that you just mentioned, the low rolling resistance. And the e-primacy tire is a benchmark for that. Um, and you've also uh, just recently launched that in Europe. Does the trend of 
let's say, designing around EVs and investing in carbon-neutral tires, does that go hand-in-hand with electric vehicles? Is it electric vehicles and carbon-neutral supply chains? I'm not sure those two two trends are necessarily go hand-in-hand. You might take one or consider one independently from the other. But again, we as Michelin, because we believe that we have to equally care about people, profit, and planet, we believe we have to care um, of both at the same time. And, and that's why we say we, we, we really uh, strongly focus on how we operate, and that's why we are pursuing the carbon neutrality in operations and supply chains by focusing on reducing our, our environmental footprint and uh, building green for example, you may have noticed that um, in 2019 we have um, celebrated the grand opening of, uh, of our largest um, distribution center here in South Carolina, which is the equivalent of uh, 57 football fields, and it, that is uh, LEED certified, so completely environmental free. So that's one way for us to say we can uh, develop our business, but at the same time minimize the impact on the environment. So that's the one example on, on the how we operate, and we want to operate green and, and greener and greener. And the second level is what we produce. And to your point, yes, we, we um, the solution for electric vehicles, like the e-primacy uh, we just unveiled in Europe, is a great uh, way for us to say that we uh, we can provide uh, car makers and electric vehicles with a, a great tire that is able to extend the range of the car by 7%. Because it, it is optimized in terms of uh, rain resistance due to the, yeah, the new features, the new materials, and the new rubber that we put on this kind of innovation. So that, that's very exciting. And that's why uh, if we consider, and if I consider globally that the automotive industry is on, its, uh, on the cusp of, of its largest revolution ever, we believe that the Terra has a great role to play here. And, and uh, we are proud to be a part of that journey. In fact, just a, a statistic that's that's fascinating. Michelin has declared that it will be at eighty percent sustainable materials by twenty forty eight. So uh, that indeed is a uh, is an achievable level that will require all kinds of different primary ingredients. What new materials would we see rising in the mix to get to that eighty percent sustainable level? Yes, that's a. Uh... We we will do this, this uh, first leveraging again all the extents we have uh, gathered over the last uh, thirty to forty years now, and also through a certain number of innovation and investment partnership we have been um, initiating in the last uh, three to four years, um, because uh, we we just think that uh, we have to to have a clear roadmap towards these, uh, these uh, 80% sustainable materials uh, by 2048. And, and just to name a few innovations we have unveiled in the last uh, two years, uh, we have a partnership that uh, with Enviro, which is um, an industrial-scale recycling of end-of-the-life tires that is using uh, pyrolysis technology to recover high-quality raw materials, such as the carbon black or uh, oil or steel and gas. And for example, we unveiled uh, earlier this week that we uh, we launched our first tire recycling plant in Chile uh, to deal with our earth mover tires. So that's just very concrete example. Uh, we are leveraging another technology that we call PyroWave um, from Canada, by the way, back to your first uh, comment. And uh, we're using microwave waves to recycle waste plastic to make a styrene or synthetic rubber. 
We have uh, other technologies that uh, that will break down some uh, polyethylene waste products. We leverage biomass to produce butylene. So there is a long, long list on how we want to uh, use some existing materials but produce them uh, uh, environmental-free and at the same time investing in new technologies so that we can uh, maximize our ability to deliver the performance that both consumers and car makers are expecting while um, respecting and enriching our uh, environmental uh, ambitions. Let's talk about one of those technologies. You are pursuing a play for airless tires for the latter half of this decade. And while that concept sounds very strange today, um, I, I want to ask a question more from a consumer standpoint than a technological standpoint. Why would I want an airless tire on my vehicle as a consumer? Yeah. The, uh, so I guess you're referring to the, uh, the Uptis concept we unveiled um, almost three years ago now, which is the unique puncture-proof tire system. And um, the reason why you want to drive on those tires is that uh, because it's, it's just hassle-free, it's uh, worry-free, safe, and reliable because uh, it's immune to flaps and blowouts. Uh, it's uh, safe because it's airless, so you, you can drive as you want and do not care about the pressure of your tires or what might happen. It's connected so that you can control the performance and your safety. It is uh, 3D printed and rechargeable, so it's completely green from that point of view, and it's made of 100% uh, sustainable materials. So I think, yeah, back to your question, because it's safe, it's hassle-free, and I'm, I'm having fun by driving my car, and I have the minimum impact on the environment. So that's as simple as that. That's a true revolution. How big of a market share do you anticipate airless tires eventually claiming in this market? Yes. Now, the question is, is what is the speed? And here, I don't have any crystal ball, but what we know from, uh, from true disruption that you bring to the market, that might take some time. Um, very concretely, we want to bring the first uh, tire uh, on the road and on the market in 2024 with uh, General Motors, because it will be part of the Chevrolet Bolt uh, that will be launched, uh, the declaration that will be launched in 2024. So that will be the first, um, the first, uh, I would say, at scale launch. Today, those tires are already uh, running, driving, if I may say, across several states, because we are really at the, at the phase where we're testing the tires in every kind of condition. So I think it will, it's going to take time. Just to give you another example, this Uptis tire is the fruit of more than 30 years uh, research. And we started again in the mid-90s with the Twill, uh, which was our first airless tire. And uh, I can say now today, after 30 years, that it has been a huge success, um, majority today in the military business, but it, it, it's expanding and we really started, we see the sale, we saw the sales rising starting uh, early 2000 and in the last decade. So I know it takes some time before it hits on the large scale of the market. But today everything goes faster. That's why we'll, uh, we'll start the launch in 2024 and that might come faster than we think again. Yeah, for sure. How many factories does Michelin now have in North America? We have 19 factories. Across, uh, across the U.S. and, uh, and Canada, and uh, we have 22,000 people working in each, uh, each one of our sites. Will you need more North American production capacity in the future? You know, the, the, the manufacturing footprint is a, is a, is a, living, um, is a living story. You, we, you always have to, uh, to make your, your footprint evolving because the market is moving and, and because of the revolution we just talked about. 
And also because, again, in order to protect and to balance uh, profit and planet in that case, we are pursuing uh, what we call a local-to-local strategy, meaning that we'd like to avoid having tires uh, uh, floating on the ocean coming from the other, the other part of the world. So, yes, there are some product segments where we will increase the local capacities, other product segments where we will invest to get prepared for the new generation of tires that will be required to support the, the market evolution we just talked about. So, yes, we're investing constantly, and we have announced um, in November last year, uh, for example, $175 million investment in our facilities here in South Carolina to get our industry prepared for this uh, revolution around electric tires, electric cars. It's an exciting future for sure. We're filled with all kinds of twists and turns and rolling tires. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Alexi, thank you so much for being with me on Daily Drive. It's a pleasure to connect with you. It has been my pleasure, and thank you very much for your time, and I wish you a great, uh, great day. We reached Alexi Gassin in Greenville, South Carolina, and that's Daily Drive for Monday, February 22nd. For breaking news, go to autonews.com, and for a library of nearly 250 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Tuesday.